another episode of It's for the Table. We are the women of It's for the Table. And we want to bring a little something for everybody. That's right. To this table. We're here to share our experiences as authentically as we would at a Sunday brunch with each other, unafraid to shine a light on topics otherwise kept in the dark. We're unapologetic. A little bit messy. But so ready to own our stories. So take an hour. Take off your bra. If you're wearing one. Grab your drink of choice. Today we have Zevia. Zevia. Game fucking changer. It's a game changer. If you have a sweet tooth and you like crave a soda here and there, but you also know that each can of soda is like, what, 700 milligrams of fucking sodium? Uh-huh. And sugar. And sugar. Zevia has zero sugar, zero calories. There's about six ingredients total. Tastes exactly like real soda. No, this is not a sponsored ad. I just... I'm addicted to them. It's I love so them. good. So we're currently drinking the ginger ale, the ginger ale uh, flavor. It tastes like a can of Schweppes, but so much better. <laughs> so much better. And they're so much, they're so good for you. Yes. So. They have every flavor under the fucking sun too. So grab yourself a six pack of Zevia. All right. And let's be heard together. together. I was a little nervous to do the intro because I feel like I haven't done this in a really long time. Yeah. We took a week we off. We took a week off, but we also recorded, I think the week before that. So yeah. it's technically been about three weeks. Yeah, it has been. Yeah. It's weird. It was a nice little break though. I hope everybody enjoyed their um, Memorial Day weekend. I always get Memorial Day and Labor Day mixed up. Yeah. The long weekend. The long weekend. Um, <laughs> if you're just, Did you see all the backlash Kamala? got for the saying it's a long weekend no that's why i just said that wait why did she get backlash um i think it was like saying she wasn't respecting what memorial day was all about i mean that's pretty bad as a vice president i agree but it is a long weekend (laughs) (laughs) okay so if you're not you should be (laughs) following us on social media i mean it was a long weekend we are on twitter instagram and tiktok at it's for the table we have a facebook page please like it and if you're enjoying our podcast and want to share with a friend please do so and leave us a five star review Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. last week's episode in case you missed it was episode 55 we did have a special guest on there and it was all about learning social media from a specialist that's also a gen zer and a newly person that started her own business yeah she yeah yes really insightful her name is Isabella. She started her own company, uh, Isa Media Inc. And it's all about social media and helping small businesses and entrepreneurs um, create a brand presence online. And she personally has helped me with me. Um, she's helping with my professional like photo journey, which is awesome. Um, and yeah, she's great. It's awesome to hear from such a young, mm-hmm. especially a young woman to um and start someone who grew up a lot differently than we did regarding yeah. social media yeah and i just like her perspective on it and like how well her like her she is for in sure that area because like it's so foreign to us because we kind of missed that like because we, we're we, millennials and we had a childhood that involved going outside right that's and, true without a cell phone ever nine whenever and chirping do you remember chirping no Nokia's? oh yeah <laughs> so with my fucking pink razor flip phone but it, it, it's so great to see when um um a young adult can use kind of like what would necessarily be seen as a disadvantage socially right and build a business on it like find like her niche market yeah for sure in that. and she's a really interesting story and um she is very young she is 23 and she ended up deciding at such an early age that corporate wasn't um 
wasn't meant for her uh-huh. and it was just really inspiring to hear somebody at such a young age come to that realization without be, having to like i guess um mold themselves into like and it be a normalized concept. yes like exactly us, like we fought with ourselves so heavily on it for years yes because we were told for so many years prior that, that was that how that you that was become successful was you nine to five for 40 years then you yep. had 10 years of fun yeah ew no ew no no so if anybody's listening quit your corporate job <laughs> <laughs> just quit your job so um what comes with quitting your job anxiety (laughs) so this week's episode we're going to talk about anxiety but also a little bit more specifically like social anxiety especially coming out of quarantine like wherever you are in the u.s restrictions have lifted to a certain degree if not to a certain degree all the way um so we are in the philadelphia pennsylvania area and restrictions have just lifted i would say this past maybe like week or two mm-hmm. but we are in surrounding we're near surrounding states like jersey which have lifted a little in may a little more yeah so we're just like adjusting that period i work in a restaurant and we there there's like um no more six feet distance with tables you can have 15 plus people at tables now inside yeah. and there has there's like there's no like socially distanced rules per se we will now be open until 2 a.m. starting this upcoming right. weekend. And I did my first shift without a mask on. Oh, God. And I, I've worn the mask the entire time. I I enjoyed the mask. Like, hot take. I, I did like the mask, but not for <laughs> COVID, COVID reasons. Because it could, hi- it could hide her facial expressions. I liked, I liked the mask for social anxiety reasons. Mm-hmm. I I liked being able to hide my expression. I also... It's an extra, like, level of hidden comfort, you know? Yeah, and admittedly enough, like, I like talking to myself, like, under my mask. Yeah. Like, I would just, like, be walking in the food store with my mask on and going, oh, is this is, is this <laughs> vegan butter worth the $6 versus the regular <laughs> butter? Like, I was just, like, asking myself questions outside. Also, if if I, like, saw an asshole in the street, like, that would, like, like cut me off or something or like walking in front of me and stopped. I'm like douchebag. And I was able to say like snarky comments right. underneath my mask. Like I just like, I just felt you know, like I could, I, I felt like I was free. Yeah. You know what it is for me now what? is I loved the mask because you didn't know who was who. And, and I, and right, I feel like now, especially because with work, I, I like always, I'm always driving to some location and I feel like I'm always going to run into people. And now, like, there's no. And now, level. there's no way. There's no way of hiding it. And, like, just like the simple pleasures, like I was able to eat underneath my mask without having to worry about, like, if anything was stuck in my teeth. Yeah. I didn't have to worry about doing makeup on that. Yeah, on the that's true. Of my face. I I loved the comfort it provided me. I I, I it, that is yeah. so weird to say. Let alone the safety. Right, right. Like you I, know I, what I mean. Res- like let like, alone I wore, the safety. I respected it for the safety aspects. I have not right. gotten sick all year, probably because of the mask wearing. Because right. I was like restricting myself from like other people's germs and stuff what it was designed to do um but now like not wearing the mask like i have to i feel like i have to reteach my face how to be a face like i just i i've noticed like the day or two that i've been going up to the tables without a mask on i just feel weird i i i I feel naked i i i'm having a hard time with like eye contact yeah i don't like i feel like i'm like not smiling on cue or not talking on cue because i'm just so used to like being yeah poker face underneath my mask and let alone the mask it's more human interaction too like there's so much more human interaction going on and it's it's like there was i mean i don't i'm i don't i think i'm like the minority in these thoughts i liked the restricted social distancing aspect like 
now like go like imagine going to the bar with like all these strangers around me like breathing heavily and sweating on i me don't want anybody's me. shoulders to I, touch me i in just bar. Like, don't i don't want you to touch me yeah and that could be like that could because of like the social anxiety factor i don't want to be close just, enough to smell your bo yeah i just like don't i don't want to be around yeah. people yeah it's really strange and i think we said this before on a past episode that it pretty much takes like a year to kind of break in a habit yeah and we did we were in quarantine for about a year where we had to adapt to like okay we can't be too close to people we have to use hand hand sanitizer at all time we have to wear a mask everywhere we go like it used to be like when you leave your your house or your car it's like okay keys phone wallet Uh uh-huh now it's like keys phone wallet mask right and now it's so weird to like sometimes think that you don't need that right even like there's a lot of stores um I don't, I don't know so much in Philly, but I was just on, on vacation uh, for Memorial uh, Day week. And we went out to the West Coast. And like for in Utah, for example, so many stores were like, wear your mask if you want. Like, right. it's like, <laughs> like, hey, no pressure if you want to wear your mask or not. And like coming from, you know, the East Coast where we're still like, you know, for a while been heavily, heavily mandating that. It was so weird to go into a store and be looked at like, oh, you're wearing your mask. I know. And it's like, like wait what that's why i was like one of the last servers to like stop the mask on and then yeah. it just became weird to have your mask on as a like yeah first. i'm like how did this change happen so quickly it's but so it's yeah it is, it is really strange and like listen at the end of the day we all want things to go back to normal we all want to be able to do things um safely and to the fullest extent to make us happy but it's ho- it's like really hard to adapt right back into it i know especially because i also thought we were going to be wearing masks until like for, 2024 for a while like yeah I, I didn't think the masks were ever going to go anywhere yeah even if re- other restrictions lifted 100 no. back to normal I, you're I right masks were going to be around you're so right i remember somebody time. saying something to me in like tw- in december about like yeah i can see masks like they're going to be around to like 2024 right being around for okay well here we are come. we get a taste this summer and everyone's all right mask off yeah here we go and i just it, it's weird adapting i just like i also think like because of COVID and quarantine and the past year, like of being so isolated from other people. Yeah. I, I didn't think I was a person that had social anxiety prior to COVID and quarantine, but mm-hmm. I think it definitely heightened. I think my regular level of anxiety heightened. I think yeah. it, it, I think it trickled into having a level of social anxiety, like just yeah, being for sure. around people again is so foreign to me. And I'm like, like I see like everybody out on Snapchat just enjoying summer and like the lift of restrictions and yeah. going to the club and stuff. And I was like, that used to be me. And it's just like, there's a part of me that like is a little bit afraid of it still. Like, cause like, yeah. it, it doesn't feel or real. over it, honestly. Or, and like, there's a sense where I'm like kind of over it. And right. I just like, I've been working a lot and that there's like other things like yeah. on the horizon. So I'm like, is it worth it to be doing that? But it's just like, it just was so wrong for so long that it feels weird that it's right again. No. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's a hundred percent. And I'm right like, now. I want to enjoy it, but like, is it even like, can I enjoy it? Or, like, or do I want or, to do or it? Do I enjoy it anymore? Like, right. I just think I've changed as a, I think my anxiety has changed. Yeah. And it's just different like, focuses, different levels of importance in your life. Right. Now it's strange. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think for me, the, Obviously, social anxiety is always a thing, but for me, general anxiety has heightened. Uh-huh. And I think this goes hand in hand with what's going on with the pandemic, where my business is so focused on covering um, brands and people who sell products and events and weddings and all that kind of stuff, because I'm photographing all of that, where before it was like, 
it was a lot of just product base yeah where people would mail me their product and i would photograph it in my studio now now that like things are being lifted i'm i've the past month i've been all over the place uh -huh. meeting people going to whether it's stores restaurants people's homes like all this kind of stuff which is great i love business i never want to like complain that i have business but it is so overwhelming how like you said this it was like from zero to a hundred it was like yeah yeah we were isolated for so long to like now i'm doing like two to three shoots a day and i'm like i can't fucking keep track mm -hmm. and there's a level of like i i think i noticed that my social anxiety has has increased because i do you know those feelings like when you go to a shoot or like you're in a professional setting and you have to and like you're not in the mood for it but or you're too tired you're hungry like you have all this stuff to do but there's a second that that whenever that event occurs or that work um commitment happens there's a switch that turns on thousand like percent you, like it, it, it you just turn on like it, it happened this morning it, it happened yeah in, in so much of everyday life yeah so it's the build-up well i think so what's been happening to me is that i've been having the need to turn it on with friends and like with oh, like my every wow. like with just being around regular like everyday people because i'm like i'm just not used to being around people so much and it's like if i have like back-to-back -back commitments with friends like they could be my best friends in the world yeah. and i'm like so excited for these dinners but there's a level of anxiety that has been attached to them because i'm like right damn I'm, like i just like, you I ask yourself I am i not am i not fun anymore yeah. am i am i not interesting like what am i going to talk right. about like, it's what, like, so and, like, what are we going to do like we're just going to have dinner and like talk for hours right. like i just kind of want to be in my bed and just like catch up on handmaid's tale <laughs> but, it's, like, I, but i have to like keep telling myself like that i know i want to go to this dinner but it's like weird right. i have to feel like i have to turn it on for dinner yeah but i think like you said it's like once the dinner happens you it's don't fine. think twice about right. it but it is that build. I mean, I did and it today. I didn't have that build up before with like my friends and my inner right. circle, but now right. I do. Yeah, I had that today during. I was I had an early shoot this morning, and I sat in my car because I was like ten minutes early, and I was like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to like put like what but am I going to talk about? Yeah. And then it happens, and I'm like, wow, that shoot went great. Everybody was so nice to uh -huh. me. But it's like, why is that? Like. I just like why is does that build ha happen? Like I, I just want to know like why does that happen? Like what part of the brain does that happen? Like, what's the chemical that causes that? It's, I'm sure it's something we could look up. I, just, I, I yeah. genuinely don't know. Because, like, yeah. I, I know people that have, like, so bad social anxiety. Like, they'll either, like, sit in the corner of a party. Like, they just, like, they'll go to the party because it's such, like, a good idea in their yeah. head. And they, they want to want to go to the party. Yeah. And then when they're around, like, 50, 60 people, they just, like, go back to their shell. I think yeah. Be, like, maybe that's, like, more introverted people. I guess, like, yeah. are introverted people, like, is right. social anxiety, like in cahoots with mm -hmm. introvertedness like mm -hmm. i don't know like i've just never yeah but also there's people that are extroverts and having like jeff for example if you met jeff or if you haven't met jeff like or if you know jeff he's so out he could talk to so a outgoing. fucking rock right. like <laughs> he's so he's so funny he's charismatic he like can get along with literally everyone mm -hmm. because i'm married to him like i know behind the scenes where sometimes he'll get so much anxiety and i'm like i don't understand how this is the same person because right. he's like the funny guy in the group he's always the one that like brings the party up and is just like just making everybody so comfortable uh -huh. and like it's so crazy that like somebody with that am that amount of like positive energy well, I can in front of other people and it's like yo i can relate to that because yeah. like i i think it's like when when we turn it on it, it's on yeah it, it, there's there's like no going back you kind of like mm -hmm. and like people like that like people like jeff people like myself people like you you feed off of other people too so it's easy to like be kind of like half full when you first get somewhere with somebody and like as the time goes on like 
based on other people's energy, you get like even more full. You're like, well, this is great. Let's let's right. let's stay and hang out. I thought I wanted to leave early. I didn't. Right, right, right. But they're just like I have um, an upcoming going away party for myself uh, this weekend. Uh, my mom's throwing it. Just a couple friends at the house and it's like family members that I haven't seen in a while and like actually have like the weekend off to celebrate my move in a month and I have so much pending anxiety on it. So mm-hmm. I'm like, what the fuck are we gonna do? Like I'm like, what like this is a party about me, but like right. what am like I don't want like what am I supposed to do? How am I gonna host all these people? Like are right. people gonna have fun? It's like there's a level of like control about, in it that tell you me, can't control it. But also tell me the last time you were at a party with that many people. With like fifty people? I Definitely not last summer because we were in quarantine. So think about it. That's also like another level of like, right. I haven't been in a situation like this in right. a really long time. And Years. on top of that, it's for you. So you're the center of attention. So that's just, I think to, to a certain extent it's natural, but also like it makes sense that you're anxious for it because what the fuck do people do at parties anymore? We haven't been to one in so long. I know. That's so true. I'm just not you. Like, I'm just like. I always thought I would be like kind of go with the flow. Like, yeah. do you ever wonder? Like, I mean, I was gonna say, but this is like more to the fans. <laughs> you already know. Uh, do you ever wonder like what kind of bride you're gonna be? And like, are you gonna be the bridezilla? Are you gonna be the fucking control yeah. freak? And I was always like, oh, I'm gonna be super chill because I just like I would just want to do everything. Like, I wouldn't expect right. anybody else to. Like, it would just be I would just want to control and plan everything. So like, that's my bridezilla aspect. But as like the party planning, like coming into it, I'm like this fucking i can't imagine like being a bride and like knowing like you have a whole like year leading up to like the yeah. focus being on you every single second it's like the the weather being a factor this being a factor right other people and their moods being a factor like, right and just what like, they're gonna listen to so, what they're gonna eat where they're gonna sit yeah and, like making how long being, are yeah. they sitting for it's just like I'm how like, are they getting there what and i'm like also like i spent so much time like kind of working and like not having like the free time to like go to all these like family right. events and be around people. I'm like, what do people do at, yeah. at parties? Like what, what, what do we, we talk about? What, what do we, we eat? Doing? How many drinks are we allowed to have? Like, is it a BYOB? I, I just feel like I'm so socially inept in that aspect. Like I'm yeah. just, I feel like immature to it kind of to some degree. Which sometimes it's so crazy to hear you say that because like sometimes when I'm, I'm working in the city near like where Liz works at the rest at her restaurant, I'll like go and get a drink there. And like, I did that recently and she just like turns it the fuck on. Like she's, she waits tables and like bullshits with people. Like you would not believe, which is awesome. Like your personality and your drive when you're like interacting with people to like make sure they're happy and serving them and catching up. And I'm like, and then to hear you be like, what the I fuck do you do at a party? It's I don't wild. Know how to, that's because so, it's work mode, right? It's like, hey, this is work run. I know I have to do this to make money, to be successful, to like get myself to the next level. But when it's something personal, it's like, uh, and it's just something what do I like, do? Like at work, like I, I have like the moments in the server station where I'm like, wow, I really don't feel like going to this fucking table. Where there's like, mm-hmm. it was a guy that gave me his number the last time he was there. I'm like, this is just so awkward. Yeah. But like the second I, like you just turn it on to go and you to walk table, over, I, it's a whole it, nother level. Of it vibe. is like, like, I'm just so curious, like how I look from like the other side <laughs> of it. Cause like, I'm like, I, I feel like, I, <laughs> like, do I show that I, like, I, I'm turning it on? Like how, yeah. like, how, how am I being perceived? I'm sure. Because I feel the same way when I, like, when I go into a shoot, I'm like, I'm the worst photographer. This is going to suck. Like, why did this person hire me? And then they're like, wow, you're, you're like really good. Like, I felt so happy. Like, I love the photos. And I'm like, oh, okay. 
Yeah, it's you're right. Looking at it from the other side, you're like, but I have, I feel like maybe at work I have more control with the same way you do. Like, it, yes. like you know what you're doing. Right. You've been doing it for X amount of years. Like there right. is a, like a subconscious level of, of confidence that you have in doing your job. Right. Whereas like just like being around people, like you can't, you can't factor in other people's personalities. And like no. someone could just be in a bad mood. Like, and I, like if someone gets sick at my party or something, like they got too drunk and sick. Like I, I feel that anxiety for them. And yeah. I feel like I pick up on everybody else's anxiety and I feel the need to like calm everyone else's anxiety. And yeah. like, that's what I have the most anxiety about. Like, I'm like, I just want everybody to have fun, but there has to be a level where it's yeah, like, you're you, a pe- you're a pe- I mean, I'm like that too. People pleaser. You just I, want everybody to have a good time, but you can't control that. No, you cannot. And that's, it's hard, like that's having the hardest anxiety thing. about it is like, uh, it's a waste of energy, energy. Yeah. But how do you not have anxiety about it? Like, how, yeah. How does do anybody have the fucking to, secret? Yeah, how do people just go to things and just like hang out? Free ball, Wait, basically. you want to hear something funny? So, so like I said, we were, we were on vacation last week and we were all, so we were camping and we were hiking and there was one night where we were all camping and we're all drinking around the fire and we're hanging out and my sister's fiance. So we're all, we're all talking. And then, um, I think somebody brought up like, oh my God, this vacation has been so fun. Like I can't imagine going back to work or uh-huh. something like that. And my little sister is the same like me. Like, she has so much anxiety. She's always stressed. She's always, like, thinking about other people. And she goes, yeah, I'm just so anxious to go back. Like, I'm, I just, I feel like I already have anxiety. Yeah. And her fucking fiancé looks at her, and he goes, what does that feel like? <laughs> I wanted to fucking throw him in the fire. What? I, go, I look at him, and I'm like, Mac, what do you mean? And he goes, no, like, what, like, can you, like, what does anxiety feel like? Can you describe it? Can I describe it? Do you want me to describe it? It feels I like Im- you're being choked. And that you're it feels like you're like holding getting, in a sneeze for a year. And that you're holding in a sneeze. You're, you're being choked You're nauseous. You're, you're sweaty. You're kicked in the stomach. All the meanwhile, your head is being fucking tornadoed in your brain. Also, you might have a little diarrhea. And... And what else? Um, your, you, your eyes get foggy sometimes. You're, you, you get cotton mouth. But then you're also hungry, but you and know you can't also, eat. You're witnessing all of that happening to your body, and you're also feeling it. You're witnessing it happening, knowing that you can't do anything about it, and you're feeling every choke, every kick, Everything. every tornado spin, every diarrhea shit, every blurry vision. It is every cramp. It is the most. You, f- you know where I feel? I feel it. In, I feel it in my spine. I feel the weight on my fucking shoulders. You know what it is? You're paralyzed, but can feel everything. Oh my god. You are fucking just laying there feeling it but you can't, can't move. move oh my god did we just solve it yeah, you're, you're paralyzed isn't that it they, can you like imagine the audacity of somebody looking in your no. eyes and asking you to describe I, what anxiety feels I like i thought kind of everybody has anxiety no well apparently thought, fucking he doesn't i thought everybody has depression everybody has anxiety borderline yeah. eating disorders body something yeah. i thought everybody was just as fucked up but i mean to be fair he's the first person i've ever met that was like yeah i don't what's anxiety yeah i, I could yeah know. What is it like to not Sociopath. feel it? I think they're sociopaths. Not, not feel anxiety. I'm not trying to call out my future brother-in-law, but like he may be a sociopath. I need to talk with him. I need to interview. We all need to. Dude. Everybody needs to talk. I, I need to send him out. I need to. We need what to send his do? body what, to. What's his, he do for work? He's a. He's in. He's in stocks and numbers and accounting and, and, and he's all just that a shit. Happy guy. <laughs> <laughs> like he, he's just happy. I mean, and if you healthy. Ever, you're, I mean, you're eventually probably going to meet him. If you meet him, like he doesn't, he's, he's the happiest go. He goes with the flow. I've, I don't think I've ever heard like my sister and him get in a fight. I don't even, I don't, I've never heard him like say, 
like no to her he's like he's just like yeah cool what else all right sociopath right very interesting if you're listening if you're listening to this and you yourself are listening you're like yeah what does anxiety feel please like please we want to schedule like a three-hour meeting with you i'd love to like dissect your brain and i know that he is genuine not physically but like it's like you know like when cosmo used to ask like um especially being younger and like just getting into like sex like what is an what does an orgasm feel like? I like I, mm. I I don't know if I had one yet. And it's like if you have to ask, you know, you haven't had one. Yeah, you haven't had one. So it's like right. So that's why when he asked, he genuinely he, he, does he, no idea. He has no idea. Yeah, and my sister has a lot of anxiety. She's just like me. Like she's always she like her and I text every day, and it's always about like, hey, do you think this is okay? Like is this like is this oh all right? Oh my goodness. So I can't imagine. Yeah. So that's strange. Who would I be if I wasn't anxiety ridden? I think I could rule the world. I think a lot Honestly, of people, it'd be over for a lot of you hosts if I wasn't <laughs> I depressed with anxiety. anxiety. <laughs> no, but something that I've realized recently, and Alyssa can attest to this, I experience like, I don't know if it's memory loss, because I think that's too dramatic and scary and kind of will put me in a dark, deep hole on WebMD. <laughs> but I like don't hear things sometimes. No, like, you hear things, you don't process things. Okay. What the fuck is the difference? Because you're, you like, when we have conversations, you hear me, obviously, because you're responding back to me. Oh, wait, I responded? We, it was a full fucking conversation <laughs> through text. So, like, Gabby's trying to say, like, there was, um, oh, my God, I was, why does he use the word minute? Is that a word? Like a minor? Yeah. Like a, yeah. That you're was good. Weird. That word just, like, popped in my head you're out good. of nowhere. Um, <laughs> minute. <laughs> um conversation we had about like who was going to post for the podcast one day because like gabby and i do go back and forth yeah if one depending of us on the work schedule or just like or if i post the next three days gabby will post the next like if we yeah. just go back and forth but it was my turn to post and like <laughs> we talked about it through text like what we were going to post for this certain day um it was, this was a couple of days prior i saw gabby the day before the post was supposed to happen we again talked about it in person it was scheduled it, whatever so i woke up the next day after having a text conversation with Gabby, her replying back to me, a couple minutes of a conversation through text, and then we talked about it in person the day before. Yeah. And I wake up to notifications saying that Gabby posted that day. I'm like, Gab, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and like, I genuinely, like, I'm not kidding. I genuinely had no idea what she was talking about. I'm like, because like also like I was and trying to like ski- she posted the past couple of days like it was just genuinely my yeah. turn. Yes, yes, and it and and I didn't think twice about it. I was like, oh maybe it, like maybe I was just really busy. Like I don't know. I was just I didn't think twice. I didn't like look into it too much until like four days later. Me and Jeff were um, like watching a movie in bed. And he, apparently he like turned to me and said something about uh, I don't know probably like a character or what just happened in the movie. And apparently I like didn't react. And then like five minutes later, I said what he just said. And he looked at me and he goes, are you fucking with me? Like he genuinely got mad. He's like, are you? He's like, Gab, I just fucking said that. Like, what are you doing? And I was like, I looked at him shocked that he was yelling at me. And I'm like, wait, what's going on? Well, that's the thing. It it gets you madder when you act, when you are so shocked by it. Cause I'm like, like, I'm not the crazy one here. Yes. Like, like you were just so (laughs) it's innocent about it. I'm like, Gab, we fucking, I know, I know about this. And I like, I attribute that to, I think that you do maybe because you have had so much on your plate, like, and have been so stressed and like there's yeah. a lot of anxiety with everything that you have going on. 
but you kind of just make everything such a checklist and you just oh, try and, that's and so you just true. try and like cancel out as many tabs as Ew, possible can you get out of my head <laughs> that's like literally like what you, you just said is you know why just, that's true because we always post in the morning mm-hmm. and, and when and i woke I, up I it was a that, yes I, I know and it was a it was a checklist to, and but i'm like Bro, it was my I checklist. Kn- I know, it was my thing I to check know. off. Ugh. And like sometimes you just like go through the motion of it. Like you're just yeah. like on autopilot. Yeah. For the record, I'm doing a lot better. Kind of. It's been a I'm addre- I'm addressing the issues now. The first step is admitting you have an issue. So I'm doing better. Okay. Kind of. Like it's like, you know, it's like the first step. It's like I'm addressing it. I'm kind of making changes. Here we go. I did sign up for a business class, which I'm really excited for. I'm investing in like programs that are going to help me keep organized with like my invoicing and all my calendar stuff, which is nice. It's just, I think when people have anxiety, sometimes, like sometimes I feel like guilty about not having anxiety because then I think if I'm not anxious, that means I'm not doing enough. I get that. Like I'm not doing enough. I'm not stressed enough. I'm not working hard enough. So I feel like that's also something that I need to break a cycle in because uh-huh. I always had stress and anxiety at my old job. Like my old job was just like, oh my God, like I was a- attached to my phone. I was like, if if it's not ringing, like that means I don't have self-service because right. somebody's <laughs> definitely trying to get in contact with me, but I just don't have self-service. And I felt like, be- it, I mean, that, that was like four years of that, right? right? So I feel like I'm still getting used to not like having that of level of like constant... Um, awareness of having to be involved with work where now i'm trying to i'm still learning that middle ground of like a lot of clients are great i'm blessed to have a lot of clients but also i need to create boundaries where i'm not putting myself in that same situation where i end up hating what i love doing right so that's my two cents on that and it's it's crazy because i think that like your anxiety propels you to just knock as many things mm-hmm. off your list as possible even if those things are done wrongly like you you just want to knock so much yeah. off your plate whereas i feel the opposite with my level of anxiety that my anxiety stops me from kind of doing anything yeah. like i will have so much on my plate and have so much anxiety about yeah. it and i will be so paralyzed that i don't want to do it and i will yeah. procrastinate remember that time you had to make a phone call oh my god that was that I actually think back on that. Like, I, I, I cannot believe that I couldn't make the phone yeah. call. But that, but the thing is, that's real. I, were, know, like, so I, Alyssa, I, just, felt, I just felt like I couldn't, I yeah. couldn't do Alyssa it. Yeah, had to make a phone call that she's been putting off for a really, really long time. And it had to do with, like, figuring out her student loans and, and taking out a personal loan and just trying to figure out the best um, way to handle the situation that will benefit her while in law school. Because mm-hmm. while she's in law school, she obviously has to dedicate more time studying versus working. So she was trying to work it out. And she kept putting off the, off this phone call for so long where it was to the point where, like, you got to make a decision. And I was over and we were going to record. And I was like, okay, I'm here. Make the phone call while I'm here. Because it's always, you always feel better when you uh-huh. have somebody by your side. And like, it was. Yeah, okay, cool. I'll, I'll make the phone call. But it was one of the most, like, raw moments of, like, like, it felt like I was looking in a mirror because I, I feel like that, too. Where and you I kept just, saying, like. saying, I'm going to make the phone call. Like, I was, like, getting off my head. And the second, like, I had yeah. my phone in my hand, I to was, To the like, point where, like, her hand, like, her I'm like, head I was can't. in her fists. And she was, like, almost in a fetal position of, like. And and it's so. I, I could. That was. And yeah. I but, get but, out of but my But that's, head. like, so. That's, and I'm sure everybody who's listening is, like, I've had that moment where it's, like, you wait until the very last second to make this one thing happen. And it's, like. It's so exhausting where 
you just need to take a seven hour nap after because you're, there's just so much energy that needs to be put into just making this one small task and just like put like it, when you put it in that terms like it was just making a phone call i don't know why i i, I and i i couldn't do it like it was the smallest yeah. task ever but it took me like probably 25 weeks? to 30 minutes like it, it took oh, weeks before up, that. and then yeah. finally i was like okay gab like i'm gonna do it like you're gonna be here right. but it still make, took I'm yeah like, make the half call. an hour i was like literally in my bed yeah on the verge of tears yeah. telling gabby i don't I like do i'm it. not doing yeah. it yeah and like that's just that's anxiety like that it's just the most real feeling that I, it's uh i hate it i, re- I really do hate it, it i mean it doesn't like, like your heart is just like also like ripped out and like put in your stomach yeah. which then like drains out through your butthole like it is just <laughs> yo that's just so i wonder i would love to know how so taxing it is taxing i also think anxiety is such an american way of living as well uh i could see that like i feel like americans are programmed in a way where like if they don't have anxiety like i just said if they don't have anxiety they're not working hard enough and if you're not like if you're not being productive you're lazy yes and if you're resting you know like you have to earn that rest prior right it, it's 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 a whole and then you hop society. over to france yeah. and those motherfuckers are having a three-hour lunch with two bottles of wine yeah no and it's like the like that thought gives me anxiety right because you're like oh well, we're gonna miss a meeting or what <laughs> I, I fucking like i'm gonna have a hangover like, but like that's how people live in other countries and it's so wild to know that like america literally runs on, on anxiety yes besides duncan like but they a, also run, runs, like runs, on runs it, it really does every major corporate i mean when you think about how people also they profit on anxiety yes yeah, so what i was just about to say america i think when you think when people think of america they think about money mm-hmm. everything is about money no matter what if you're a small business at the end of the day it's about money if you're a charity it's still about money mm-hmm. if you are a nonprofit, still about money if you're a corporation it's about money mm-hmm. everything every every i feel like every little thing that an american does is about money and sometimes it's like really sad to think that that's how much it revolves around because money is a lifeline and if if you don't have that lifeline then you can't one be successful to provide for whether it's you or your family three have a roof over your head like there's so much that rides on having money mm-hmm. that i that stems from having a job having a career being successful having a hobby that can make you something and that's like that i think that's so scary I know. I like I like I said, money's been my motivating factor for years. Yeah, I mean, that, you say that all years, the time. And it's like, what's I've rule number one? Don't, don't fuck, fuck with my, my money. money. <laughs> I've always like, there's always been a level of anxiety like with mm-hmm. focusing around money. Like if I take off work, I'm like, all I'm thinking about is the money I'm not making and the money I'm yeah. spending. Like I'm already like at a at a loss for that day. Yeah, and, so, and I just like like you shouldn't like my life shouldn't be revolved around that. It's just like right. to never. I I also feel like as like american living in our society as an american i just felt so contrary (laughs) Um, living in the society it's like you just never feel like you're enough you never feel like what you're doing is enough enough. you're always always worrying more you always want more it just it just a never-ending cycle it's like when yeah when is it enough like when are you working like what's your what's your point right and you made a good point earlier where you said like it's normalized for people to work what 40 to 50 hours a week in a job the same that company that they're not passionate that about. they're not passionate about to what have 10 10 to 15 years of your life to 
And it's crazy because fuck around at an old age. At an old age, at like sixty-five, and it's crazy that you have to kind of like trade in, like, okay, you're not working at a job that you're passionate about, so you're you're lacking the passion, the but love if you for stay, a job, right? But you have you have health insurance, right? And if and you the stay fact here, that you the... can't have both, right? Is, like you can't have a job you're passionate about with right. healthcare. Because why are we choosing? Because we don't have universal healthcare. And it's like yes. why, the fact that I have to choose between like yeah. being secure at sixty-five versus being secure now and like being happy now, right? Like, I don't why why why, why do we choose both? like yeah it's it's crazy because i i'm i'm realizing that more and more now with my parents mm-hmm. so my dad retired um i think two years at this point and he worked he's like he when he came to this country um his goal in life was to get like a really good job to provide for uh-huh. my mom and us and like in his mind corporate was the way to go because of benefits and all and like listen he's he's stuck into the job well enough where he had a an amazing title he traveled all over the world Uh he um helped run like a bilingual department and like i just think he's an amazing smart human being but it's so funny because all like most of my childhood and growing up he was never at any of my sports games he was always traveling like always traveling and i'm not like not talking to like a flight to dallas like he would be in Egypt, in Brazil, like he would go all over the place wow. and it usually would be like a week on end. And I mean, he was, he would always call us every night. He brought us uh-huh. a gift. Like I always felt like he was present in our life, but obviously not physically. Right. And now that like, I, now it, the roles are reversed. So I, I take care of them now mm-hmm. a little bit. And like, I spend so much more time with him now where I'm just like, damn, he's so happy now. He's so happy. Like he's planning on decorating his new shore house that him and my mom got. Like, He's fixing up his new house that he got. He's working on his garden. He loves walking my dogs. And I'm like, and like that lifestyle is good. Finish what you're saying. No, but, but but you're right. That lifestyle is amazing to have. But why did he have to wait until he was well, 70 to like, have it? Like, was it worth it? Like to like yeah. work for 40. And like I'm 30, sure in his years, eyes, right? It, it in his is. eyes, he's like, yeah, because now I have all this security money and I'm providing for my my daughters and like blah, blah, blah. Like I'm living comfortably. But at the same time, is like. I've never seen him happier until now. And it's like, and I'm spending more time with him where like he seems less stressful because he's not worrying about so many things. And it's like, I wish I could have had a little bit more of that when we were, when I was younger. Um, But yeah, it's like, it's such a weird realization to know that like, damn, he's 70 now and he had to wait until he retired to enjoy that. And like in in a realistic, like that's like, that's That's normal. But that's a good situation. That's a good ending. Yeah. And it's like, so people that wait all of their lives mm-hmm. to like be where your dad is at and like to provide for the family, like more and like yeah. be, but like be that like caregiver and like be happy to live your life. Like, okay. What if you die the day after you retire? Right. What if your children die before you? Right. What if you lose your wife? What if you get really fucking sick and like right. you have like a week to live and it's like, what if your house burns down? I mean, what? there's so many things and, that and granted, you can't go through life with like thinking about that, worry, but that yeah. shit does happen. It's like, you just, I yeah. know, I think that I would hope that I would want to live worth like i would want it to be worth it yeah no i know what you mean at all at all points as opposed to just the end like yeah. i just want to i would want to i i the whole thing is i want to be happy a thousand percent. i don't, I don't want to be happy in in 30 years like I, i'm everything i'm it doing is that i'm happy now yeah like yeah i'm not happy every day and yeah. there are there are moments where i'm not happy and i'm like i i, I fought so hard my depression my anxiety and like the things i've been through to be happy as often right. as i am and for it to come a little bit more naturally, but like I would choose my fight for happiness and my fight for myself. Absolutely. Every day, as opposed to 
waiting, waiting to know that like, it would eventually like, come. I, I would choose what I'm doing. Yeah. And I, and I choose it every day. It's like, yeah. I, I could easily go into the corporate, I can go back to the corporate life and work the nine to five and, and have the Saturday and Sunday off to like right. see people and get the health insurance, get the benefits, get the security. I don't want it. Like Cause I, it doesn't make you happy. And it does. It's yeah. I just would rather be happy. I agree. I mean, it's, it's so crazy. Cause I actually, I was over my parents' house, uh, last night and i was able to spend some time with my dad and he's asking me about like work and how my shoots are and like listen my dad is a very linear science biology type of Uh man and he's foreign so like his understanding of like what a photographer does is like like (laughs) he just cannot comprehend but it's endearing because he like tries Uh his best to like relate but it was so nice to like see his perspective now because he's retired see how happy i am and how much like obviously I still have anxiety and I'm stressed like obviously but now I think it's so nice for him to realize that my decision in leaving the corporate world made me happy because he's been in corporate forever when I told him I was leaving corporate he was like well why don't we think about this like are you sure this is okay remember you're married now you got like you and Jeff have a future like is this the right thing and I was like dad like and I kept saying what you just said, dad, I'm not happy though. Uh-huh. He's like, yeah, but you're, it's a security. You have benefits. So I'm like, but I'm not happy. And I think now him being retired and being at his happiest, it was like a weird moment of like, oh, he gets it now. Well, cause like, I was just about to say, you see him happy at 70 and he gets to see you happy at 30. Right. Like oh he, like you don't have to wait until you're yeah. retired to, to be happy. And I'm like, right. I would hope that he, he, just is so proud of that like because like now he can finally get it like yeah he's happy at 70 he's like i gabby gets to have this yeah for my whole like for more than my lifetime like of this now yeah. like, she gets to be happy always and like fighting for herself and doing what she wants to oh, do it's like making me emotional thinking I of my know. dad oh but no it's, it, it's and, like the parents do like they like that like part of the reason of being a parent is that you sacrifice more so your kids could have better and it's just, like that's sad right. but like your dad didn't have a choice to do what you're doing i mean there's right. always choices in it but like being an immigrant like not knowing yeah. and just knowing it's there's different. only it's one different. way out it's like same with my mom like i'm sure my mom if she wasn't supporting fucking three kids on her own for the majority of it, and then taking in two people like adopting two more so like they could have a fighting chance like right i'm sure my mom would have loved to to fucking gallivant in the city and to have going on vacation and going like, and, like to yeah. figure out what she genuinely wanted to do it right it wasn't in the cards for her it wasn't in the cards yeah. especially back then like it's different for our parents and it's like i i can't relate to what they do but i right. I, I respect it you, and i understand yeah. it and i'm i'm so happy i don't have to do it i don't uh, i don't have to do it that way i don't yeah. have three kids at 24 like it right like i just it's it's i, I have it's need so to worry crazy. about and, but I, and that's a level of privilege i guess it is it's a hundred percent a level of privilege and it's also a level of like appreciation so yeah. like sometimes i do like yesterday for example i know i knew because i just got back from vacation i knew i still had to like edit some stuff and work on some emails but i was like i just want to like see my parents mm-hmm. and it's like nice to be able to make that decision for myself versus like being guilty and in a situation with like another job or like with a right. another team and it just it, it, it's a it's definitely a nice feeling and it's also like i said a level of appreciation would and knowing that like i do acknowledge that mm-hmm. and now the moments with my dad are just so much more special yeah because when we're together now we're both we're both there right like i'm not worried about 
Cause having, you, imagine you had your 95 and like, cause like you're just like getting there. To yeah. Where he is. Well, like, I also be... remember when I did work my old corporate job, I never saw my parents mm. and that always fucked with me. You had a bad relationship with your mom. Like now I feel like you have like, such oh, yeah, a good me relationship and, yeah. with your parents, but like maybe that went into it because you weren't happy. Right. Also like I was, oh, I was such a fucking bitch. Like I was always miserable. miserable. Oh my God. My mom would always miserable say and tired. Miserable. miserable. I would walk in the door and I would just like feel like I'm like unzipping my skin. Yeah. And just like, <laughs> Yo, yeah. I would go in my room and my mom was like, what's wrong? Nothing. I don't want to talk to anybody. I'm fucking tired. But it's like, yeah. that's not her fault. Like, that's not mine. Right. I just, I but you don't realize do in the moment because like, everybody was an em- enemy in that moment. Right. I, I, I couldn't deal with being unhappy yeah. for 10 hours of my day and then yeah. coming home and just, I had no energy left to give. I was miserable. Yeah. Miserable. Well, wow, I feel like this like episode kind of took a turn because yeah, we're like addressing. They always do. They what, always do. What, where'd my accent come from? Where'd my accent? But no, it's true because like, it's so nice yeah, to address the out, anxiety. Yeah. But then like, we're kind of bringing it full circle. We're like, and there's a, I, I don't know. It makes it worth it now. Like of what? No, it, a it, thousand it's like, percent. I just, I just kind of remembered why I was doing like why I'm right. doing like. Isn't doing that crazy? Because I think the same thing. I'm like, wait, but I could be. I could be at my job with like traveling somewhere else and, and doing stuff and, and I don't want like, not I being present it. yeah wow look at us i love us and that's on growth <laughs> and that's on growth Hashtag. so um i think that's a great way to end this episode but we want to uh bring a little bit something to the table so we both obviously handle anxiety in different ways but i think a lot of people rely on like um like a safety net when it comes to dealing with it and there's certain things that people do um but for me personally, the way I, I like to deal with anxiety is um, trying to put my phone away at certain times. So if I'm really I'm feeling really anxi- uh, really anxious, if I'm watching a movie on the couch with Jeff or like just out with friends or whatever, I try my best not to look at my phone because that's where it causes most of my stress because my business is on social media. My business mm-hmm. is through email. So it's like trying to like distance myself. Mm-hmm. I also really enjoy like pampering myself and things that bring me calmness. Uh So like I'm huge on lavender. I use a lavender infuser, um, like a diffuser before I go to bed. And it like, I like to put that on. I have lavender spray for my pillow, just like certain things that um, can bring you comfort, which Mm -hmm. is really nice. Um, Having a certain pair of like fleece pajamas that like feel like you're being hugged Mm -hmm. i mean you have your weighted blanket too so there's like different levels of things that you can that are obviously cost effective which is awesome that you can do that kind of like give you small pockets of of moments throughout your day that are just meant for you and i um so like one thing like the way that i i've learned to deal with my anxiety and depression like in like the heat of the moments is one i would really suggest figuring out what your love language is oh that's a good one there's a way to like give your long way your love language back to yourself yeah and like show yourself like how you're expressing love like i i had a false like representation of like my love language i thought it was buying gifts so, like whenever i would like feel really anxious or really depressed i would go and spend a bunch of money yeah and i realized that that's not really my love language it's kind yeah. of just like what i like a temporary that fix. was like yeah and, it, was, and yeah. it wasn't really serving me so like once i like genuinely figured out what's important to me like it really like i really do love words of affirmation so if that's like me like writing things out to myself mm-hmm. or journaling or like sending a text to Gab, like Gab, I'm not really feeling myself today. And like yeah. talking it out and, and having her like say nice things back to me. And it's like nice hearing it is. It really is like it's it's quality time. It's like spending yeah. with people that make you fucking feel good. So I think when you realize like things that like are important to you, like you can like give that back to you like, in a sense, like and just like j- like hone in 
on yeah. how to love and like just like reshowing yourself some love right. like just like reminding yourself of yeah that. no that's a good point and me and Alyssa were talking about walks, this just like solo time yeah like, just just genuinely breathing through it and just like yeah it, and just like ta- like not everything i think we have to like remind ourselves like in the heat of the anxiety moments that not everything has to be immediate so it's or, just taking a second yes or like productive yeah like because i think that's how a lot of people work i know me personally like if i'm not doing something productive it, it's not going to serve me but right but that shouldn't be how it is right. you have to remember to appreciate the hobbies and the small things that make you happy and continue to do them uh-huh. and you have to make time throughout the day if you love reading make time to read throughout the day like a half an hour at the minimum should be enough that you can give yourself throughout mm-hmm. the day if you love putting on makeup and you're not fucking going anywhere who gives a shit just do but it just do it just yeah. do it if it makes you feel good if it makes you happy if it's going to give you small moments throughout the day of like comfort that's what you need because when anxiety happens that means you have a lack of confidence in yourself and when people have a lack of confidence in themselves that's where the insecurities happen and when you're insecure you're going to question and everything. doubt everything mm-hmm. so yeah that's it that's it that's the episode take a bath get some zevia get some yeah wine, get some put zevia on a good show buy yourself a new outfit treat yourself to breakfast go get oh. that um lavender iced coffee hell yeah go on a fucking walk hell or yeah don't. Or, or, or don't or don't take or, a fuck nap or binge a netflix show Te- text your friend that you haven't talked to in a while call somebody the fuck out speak your truth live your truth visit your mom be your truth be your truth okay so oh my god on, but you get it yeah all right well <laughs> Um, I hope this episode was enjoyable and that everybody feels a little stress free, but we will see you all next week. Check your to-do list. You definitely have shit to do. Oh. <laughs>